Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. My name is Teresa Mills, and joining me around the table today are two incredible people that I've had the privilege of getting to meet recently, and I thought it might be great if I could help introduce them to you as well. It's Anson and Dawn, and they serve in a ministry called Set Beautiful Free, which is kind of initiative of Bombay Teen Challenge. And Anson and Dawn, welcome today. Hey, it's good to be here. It's good to hear you guys. Uh, Well, we're excited about this. And, you know, I have been familiar with the Ministry of Teen Challenge for a number of years, and I knew and know about Global Teen Challenge and Teen Challenge in other countries. And I had the privilege of learning about Bombay Teen Challenge a few years ago and Set Beautiful Free. But today I am really excited for you to be able to share with the listeners what God has been doing uh, over the years. And why don't you just kind of give us a brief summary of what Set Beautiful Free is in relation to Bombay Teen Challenge? Um, so Set Beautiful Free is an initiative of Bombay Teen Challenge, and um, we have been doing a, a lot of anti-human trafficking work in India. Uh, Bombay Teen Challenge is a Christian rehabilitation center for men and women, and, but we are more focused on the trafficking side of things because the issue has been going in India for a number of years. Uh, next year, we celebrate our 30th anniversary in mm-hmm. India, so we're wow. excited about yep. that. But God, this is all about God, and this is all His work. So He's been faithful, and the ministry has grown into what it is today all because of Him. Yeah, and Bombay Teen Challenge has changed miraculously in over so many people's lives. And it's a true testament of the power of God. And mm-hmm. definitely Set Beautiful Free is also initiative to against anti-human trafficking and so it's a total story of how god works that is so beautiful and what's interesting uh is that you know when dawn your father first started bombay teen challenge Mm -hmm. and really being called from god being given a word to go to that part of india and start a regular teen challenge program because of um, addiction that was seen there But little did he know how God would not only use him in that area, but transform the the vision that really began to open up, I think, once he was there to see the needs. And so you mentioned that this not only um, deals with men and the side of addiction, women on the side of addiction and, and human trafficking, but also now... Um, this there's a school for kids to yes, be a ma'am. part of. Yes, ma'am. So um, over the years, we found out that the local schools the children were going to uh, wasn't good enough for them. And since we believe in providing excellence to the kids so that when they're out of the ministry or when they're on their own feet, they could be uh, in authoritative positions in decision makers of the country where they could fight for people who are facing injustice. And so the local schools that the children were going to were not good enough. The education was not good enough. They were getting bullied. And there was a lot of issues that came up. So the best vision that God had given us was to have our own academy so our kids could go to the academy 
and they will get uh, the excellent education and graduate, uh, be still in a safe place and where they were not bullied or talked about. And when they graduate, that they know that they're going to fly out with uh, flying colors so that they could be in these positions. Um, but the academy has been going on for six years now, and we're doing great. We have over 100 children uh, that live with us. We have uh, dorms, and then they live there. They have house mothers that take care of them, and then every morning they have a whole schedule where they go to school. Uh, it's like a school, but also the teachers are their family. Wow. So they go there, they learn, they get done with their school, they come home, they have their house mothers, That's they go beautiful. through their tutors, and after that they have uh, musical lessons. So we have a school of music too, and it was not the idea was not only for them to excel in academics, but also the other stuff. So if the kids were interested in music or dance or uh, athletics, it was their choice, whatever they wanted to do. They, we wanted to provide them with the excellent uh, possible activities that uh, we could think of. And so that's the vision of Said Beautiful, Free, uh, Said Beautiful Free and Bombay Teen Challenge is to provide excellence to every child that comes to us. And that is beautiful because some of the children that come to you most definitely need that that family feeling because they're, they've maybe never had it, maybe never experienced it, and they've been rescued um, out of situations where this is maybe a safe haven for a few of them. You know, for those of you listening today, you might think, well, how does this really pertain to me? Well, I will tell you this. If you're a parent, and especially if you're a mom, I want you to, to just put yourself in the, the position right now to think about what it would have been like for you if you would have experienced this next story that uh, Dawn is going to share with us about one of the girls... And, and I heard I heard her personally share her story a couple years ago, and it broke my heart. But she was one of the children that were brought into uh, the Bombay Teen Challenge, Set Beautiful Free. And I know that as I hear this as a mom, my heart breaks. But I am so grateful to God that God has raised up ministries like Set Beautiful Free to be there in a situation like this. Dawn, would you share the story? I don't know if you want to share her name or not, so I'm hesitant to say that, but share the story of that sweet, sweet girl who is now a, a mighty woman of God. Well, I'll call her Megan. Um, so Megan was um, came from a very abusive home, and um, she... She and her three siblings lived uh, in the border of India and Nepal. And her mother, out of a love for her children, wanted to run away from the home and for, to provide the kids with a safe home so that uh, they would not be killed by their father before they got to be an adult. And when she grabbed her kids one night and was sneaking out of the house, she came across a man who said that they would they would be in a safer place and then this man would give her a job and she could work in the city and everything would be fine and their life would be normal but uh, they did not know that this was a trafficker and he brought her and her mother and the four siblings to the red light district of Bombay and when they got there uh, she was forced her mother was forced into prostitution and had no choice when her mother got to know that this was the brothels or this is the red light district of Bombay. She had no choice 
but to have her kids in the same room. And every night, she'd put her kids under the bed and do her work during the night. But Megan um, did not realize what her mother did. And she thought that it was weird that what her mother did, but didn't realize exactly what she was doing until when they started growing up, they finally realized, okay, this is not normal, this is different. And Megan's mom was really worried about how her girls and uh, her son would grow up in the red light district and be safe there. She tried to put her kids in a different organization or a small safe house. And uh, after a few weeks heard that uh, there were chances that her kids would be abused. And so she had to take them back into the red light district and keep them there. But the more she kept them there, the more she saw that there were men that walked in and saw their kids in a different way. And she was scared that they would end up in the same way that she did. And so she tried to find places. And that's when she came across one of the staff members uh, that came to Red Light District from um, Bombay Teen Chance, the Beautiful Free, talking about the academy, talking about the center, the homes, the free education, the life her kids would have over there. And uh, for a long time, she didn't trust that because she never trusted anybody to mm. hand her kids over. Yeah. And um, we have a, a church in the red light district where her, her mom and the family came to see uh, what it was all about. And uh, Megan says whenever she entered the church for the first time, she saw people dancing and they were so joyful and there was so much joy in that place that she didn't understand why people were so happy what was it about mm. people that they were so happy in this place wow and um whenever uh megan's mom spoke to my dad that um i think this is the place where my children needs to be because if i take them back to the red light district they will end up in prostitution or become a pimp mm. and that's not a, that's not the future i want for my child and uh, that's when he agreed to take the children. But uh, Megan was so, uh, she was struggling. She was so depressed about the fact that she had to leave her mom because she was almost seven years old wow. and she knew where her mom was was not safe for her. And um, so she was so, she struggled with the fact that she had to leave her mom in that hill to come, at, come here and be in the safe house. But when she, she entered um, the homes. She saw that they had food. She got to go to school. She had clothes on her body. She had a bed to sleep in. Wow. And there was nobody that would hurt her there. Wow. And that's when she knew that, okay, this is a safe place. But back of her mind, she knew that she wanted her mom to be out. So every Saturday course, yeah. at church, she would meet her mom and she told her how great this place was and she wanted her mom to come out too. But her mom was so caught up in, in, in the red light district. Once a woman is sold into the brothels of Bombay, it's not easy to come out of that. And so her mom was stuck in that place and couldn't come out. Uh, we offered her to come and stay with ours, uh, our centers and our homes and be there with us. But uh, every time she did, there was something that came in the way. Mm. And uh, she stepped back uh, after a few months. And during this time, uh, the kids were going to school and Megan was doing great in school. She was ex uh, excellent in her uh, uh, school and extra activities. She was a great dancer. and um, But they always got together and prayed for their mom. Within a few months, she heard that her mom was not doing well and she was in the hospital. 
and her mom had HIV mm. and uh, she was on her deathbed and when the siblings went to see their mother they saw that she was all skin and bones and they tried to hold uh, their um, they, they didn't want to cry in front of her they, they tried to hold it in but as soon as they saw her they broke into tears mm. and all they wanted to do was like take her out of that bed and go back to the home and not care about what was going to come next but uh, they prayed for her they went back and during that time uh, her mom knew that was the end and um, before she died she got hold of uh, dad and said these are your kids now wow and i want you to mm. take care of them because mm. i'm not going to be here for long but i trust you with my kids that's a big statement coming from somebody who couldn't trust anyone that is so beautiful. I mean, that is such a transformative story. And for her being the oldest child at mm -hmm. seven mm -hmm. and to have experienced all of that. And, you know, when you see that mother's love, her original heart was for her children mm -hmm. to try and escape a situation only to be deceived and then trapped, mm -hmm. um, basically enslaved in a lifestyle that she did not want and her children there with her. And when I hear that, I mean, that breaks my heart as a mom. And But then to know that she loved them so much that she would, she would send them away from her because she wanted something better for them. Yes. You know, and I hear you talking about Megan having to forgive her birth father who kind of started this whole sequence of events. But that's difficult for any person who has gone through a great challenge in life mm -hmm. to step into that kind of forgiveness. That's a big deal. That's a lot mm -hmm. to handle from seven years old and how you process that. Mm -hmm. But I love that when you're a part of a ministry that lifts up Jesus mm -hmm. and that I know by knowing your father and hearing about this ministry for many years that you know that true freedom only comes through Jesus. Yes. And you had mentioned that there was a very well-known, very well-known company. If we said the name, every person listening would know who that is. That came to you, kind of liked what you were doing, but mm -hmm. wanted to put some limits on it, but would fully fund you. Why don't you share with us about that? Yes, it was a couple of years ago whenever uh, this company came to us and said that we'll fully fund you for the next five or ten years, uh, depending. They had this condition that um, you cannot be Christ-centered or you cannot enforce Christianity on your kids or the kids that come in. And this ministry was birthed in prayer and it's Christ-centered and that's our goal. Our end goal is to build God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is the reason we do this. It's not a social work. It's not good work. It's, it's we walk by faith to open the doors where we could go in and and you know talk to the women and children and share the gospel with them that's our end goal and so whenever uh when my dad was in the meeting and he heard that that the condition would be you cannot teach christianity you cannot share the gospel he walked away from that meeting saying i'm sorry that's the most important thing uh, this ministry was birthed in prayer it's all about god and if you take away the life of the ministry it's gonna die Mm. And so after that day, um, we, God has blessed us in, in such a way that it's not, we can't even tell how much God has mm -hmm. blessed us because 
uh, he's been faithful, and we we are not gonna bow down to financial support. Uh, our belief and our heart is that God will bring it. We don't mm-hmm. care, mm-hmm. but we are gonna stand by our faith in what He has called us to do. That's a pretty bold thing to do, especially when you know that you could rescue people with right. um, the funds. Mm-hmm. But what freedom are they really, truly yeah. finding if you don't include Christ right. in that deliverance and in that message? Because, you know, in in the midst of this, God has shown, even through the teen challenge side with, um, with a drug and alcohol addiction, right. freedom comes through Christ. Yes. God is the ultimate deliverer. He is the one who paid for all of our sins. Right. For these women who have been trapped in these lifestyles to feel such guilt and such shame and to know that there is forgiveness mm-hmm. and freedom and mm-hmm. redemption through Christ, how could you possibly mm-hmm. operate right. the ministry yes. without Christ? Right. right. And so I honor you guys for turning down uh, an incredible opportunity financially to stick with what where the true freedom comes mm-hmm. but that brings me to a good question so you know i know certainly that you're not getting any government funding or no. assistance no. in the program there no. so how do you exist um to accomplish the work that you are a hundred kids in a school that's free a men's home uh, and a women's home rescuing this is mm-hmm. not an easy thing right I'm sure it takes quite a bit of uh, funding to do that. Where does that come from? Uh, um. Well, uh, our um, our motto is we're for the church, by the church, and off the church. And so we um, we completely rely on the church and uh, different organizations. And we're very, very careful with who we partner with because we want our uh, vision to align with each other. And so we know that we're going in the same direction and our mission is together uh, to set beautiful free and not uh, have any other agenda at the end. But uh, that's how we do it. We have events and fundraisers here in the United States. And most of it is driven by the people and by the church. The church doesn't mean a church, a building. A church is in the body. Um, we are definitely leaning on the power of the holy spirit and god to lead us into the right path in the right way and we serve a big god you know he has got all the riches in the world and he could provide in an instant and uh we lean on that we lean on knowing that god is going to do this and we lean on the fact that god is going to guide us and take us to wherever we need to go and uh, we our job basically is to go and share the testimony of what God is doing. And that's it. And yeah. then the rest happens. <laughs> yeah. Amen. And it's beautiful. Anson, you're from Texas. And yes, ma'am. you meet this beautiful Indian girl. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And what <laughs> is you. great about this is rather than them having to travel back and forth from India over and over again, their home base for Set Beautiful Free USA is in Texas. Yes, ma'am where they can continue to meet with the churches and speak and share the testimonies of what God is doing while the work continues uh, in India. And it is fantastic to see what God has been doing. And I want to mention this. You know, we talked about Megan, but that is one, one little girl. Mm-hmm. 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 That is one child who had siblings who have also gone on to do amazing things mm-hmm. in high places um, starting off in such a difficult situation, but being loved mm-hmm. all the way through their life mm-hmm. into now where they 
they're working on their own, but then giving back because they believe and they know what it feels like to have been in that situation. So when we say, you know, that there's that's one representation of that, how many would you say have already come through the doors of Bombay Teen Challenge Set Beautiful Free? Wow, that's well over we, thirty years. That's yeah, a long time. We, we're that's celebrating cool. our thirtieth anniversary years. next year, um, and this organization has seen about hundreds of girls and women and boys too um, that have come and finished their program, um, who have graduated, gone to college, had jobs, are married now, now support the ministry, um, and go out there and share their testimony and. Um, sharing the gospel out there. So there are hundreds and thousands, I would say, that have been through the ministry now for 30 years. <laughs> Absolutely, and every single one of them is a living testament of the love of God. And our our goal in this world is to show love through scripture, through loving them physically and caring. And every one of them can honestly attest to the fact that there is a God and He is good. Amen to that. And even with all the hundreds who have already come through, Friend, there are literally thousands more mm -hmm. that need to be shown the love of Jesus for them to hear that there is hope and that there is redemption, mm -hmm. that there is a place where they can be safe and where they can just watch what joy really looks like and feels like and be mm -hmm. a part of that. And so I am so honored to have been able to just spend some time today and introduce you to Anson and Dawn of Set Beautiful Free. And if you're curious about how you can find out more information about them or maybe even have them at your church to share about what's going on, um, it's very easy to find out. Their website is setbeautifulfree.org. And they are uh, an initiative of Bombay Teen Challenge. Their, their history says a lot been around for almost 30 years so this is a ministry that is full of integrity and fruit you can see what god has been doing it and you and i may have never had to walk this life but i bet our hearts have been pulled and touched putting ourselves imagining what it would be like in that position and, and praising god that we are not there or maybe have never been there but what can we do to help those that are and I think each one of us as believers are called to do something. So if you'd like to find out more about Dawn and Anson and Set Beautiful Free, again, that website is setbeautifulfree.org. Anson, Dawn, thank you so much thank for both of you being here. Thank you so much for having us. God bless you. Thank wonderful. you so much. And thank you for listening. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others today. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online, when you get a chance to sit down and breathe, at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week, where we fill you up one cup at a time.